0: Thanks to Trade Coffee for supporting the morning stream. It's a coffee subscription service unlike anything you've tried before. Top independent roasters send the best coffees direct to your home. Right now, Trade is offering new subscribers a total of $30 off your first order, plus free shipping when you go to drinktrade.com. TMS. Coming up on TMS. Pull the squirrel's nuts. Having a liquid moment. I don't like to clean my screen. Dennis Miller doing Peter Griffin. <laughs> Grandma's false bottom. What happened to Quiznos? Soylent meat is fake people. Finding the poo bag opening. The whole cartoon was cringer.
2: Wasn't there a guy with a javelin named Javelin something?
0: The best kind
2: of rip is rip torn. Handsome rugged Conrad, former Utah now Colorado visiting dude made Making
0: a Book Hyperclimber Guy. Tiny Anvils with Bill.
2: Flying Blind with Bobby and more. Mm, On this episode of The Morning Stream.
1: If you tie the nut to a string, he grabs it. The more you pull, the harder he pulls. See how he bites off the shell to get at the nut? He knows how to get what he wants. A squirrel is a smart little animal. Don't you think so?
3: Nothing like a spooky dicky
0: the morning stream you have chosen poorly good morning and welcome to tms it's tuesday august 23rd 2022 i'm scott johnson that's brian ibbitt good morning hi
2: yes Hi, you, guys, you guys
0: missed the whole pre-show where Brian described uh, the super fan status that he has for Elvis Costello, and I uh, wish you he could have heard it. You know what you need to do? Just become a patron true. or show up become for the live patron, stream. Become a patron, will get to hear it. Yeah. yeah, then you'll get to hear all about it.
2: You'll get to hear me uh, do Elvis Costello impersonates Adele.
0: Yep.
3: Hello from the other side. <laughs> you
0: have to do that part at the end. <laughs> Anyway, he's Give great. A song.
2: Give me a song. You almost
0: cast all the covers. Come on, name any song. Uh, I can't think of any covers. i
2: bless the rains down in <laughs> Africa.
0: Yeah, that Toto classic. <laughs> Add a little vibrato on there. Anyway, uh, yeah, Brian's going to his concert tonight. So we we'll talked about Going to the show it. tonight. Yeah. yeah. We'll talk about it tomorrow, I'm sure. Yeah, there'll be stories. Somebody will, you know, I don't know, do something weird with some pot. You know? <laughs>
2: I'm sure. You know, no doubt.
0: Yeah, because you're, you know, you're in the land of of cocaine and pot, as my understanding. The land
2: of cocaine, pot, and fentanyl.
0: There you go. Uh, we
2: got it all here in Colorado.
0: Take your pick. So, I'm going to tell you a story today that I think uh, is pretty funny because okay. I'm a very fastidious, fastidious. I'm a very fastidious, uh, fastidious mm-hmm. dog walker. In that, I believe. Especially because I live in an area that has like dog uh, duty stops everywhere with like free bags and everything. Mm-hmm. I'm a big, big proponent of pick up after your dog.
2: Sure. Well, any any decent human being is fastidious or not. If you are a decent human being
0: in yeah. our society here, yeah, <laughs> we live in a society. Therefore, pick up your dog poop. It's simple. Correct. It's nice. not hard. I take bags with me because I have some I bought that I prefer they just open easier otherwise i look like a weirdo out there trying to open a bag for four hours and then realize i'm at the bottom and i go back to the other side i hate
2: that really i I mean only one bag manufacturer has figured out that you just have it printed with a little arrow that shows you where the where the top is how come only one company has figured that out
0: i don't know especially with dog poop bags for some reason they're harder to open the cheap stuff but anyway uh I do it every time I go anywhere. So I'm going around the lake and it used to be there was nothing in there. The center of this lake, this island was just dirt, but (laughs) now it is full of multi-million dollar homes, beautiful, big, sprawling, monstrous houses, really beautiful area. It's really nice. And you can still, it's still a public walk space. So you still walk around there. So I'm walking around there and I'm admiring these homes as usual. And checking out the ducks and the geese and the whatnot and the whatever, making sure Mendoza is nowhere to be found and all that stuff. Yeah. Dog has to, has to do uh what I call phase two Del Boca Vista, which is her second <laughs> trip to the sure. number two, you know, got to drop off additional kids at the pool. And,
2: uh-huh.
0: uh, oftentimes, <laughs> and once those kids are out, I got to poop. Yeah. And oftentimes they are not the phase two is not a, uh, let's call it a solid affair. All right. Sometimes we're at the bottom uh, of the barrel and we're sort of, you know, uh, I don't know how else else to put it. You guys understand. Yeah, uh, you know. You understand. So this comes Uh, out.
2: Sometimes sometimes the cereal's crunchy. Sometimes it's soggy because it's been in the bowl for a while.
0: And sometimes it's full on liquid. That's what happened here. So Rainer proceeds to just have a liquid moment. All right. (laughs) Okay. And it's Diary. fine. It's fine. diarrhea, right? That's what ha- that's what comes out of her diarrhea. And so I go, oh well, there's no picking that up because <laughs> it's li- literally it's not like,
2: without it, not without a, a shovel and like cutting the ground around it, like you're
0: yeah, nuking <laughs> a tree. Orbit. Yeah, I can't. There's no <laughs> other way to get it. So I'm right. like, oh well, all right, I had to put the bag back in my pocket and we keep moving. Now this is on a public strip of grass that's not actually attached to this lady's yard. But a lady comes out of her, her, uh, what do you call it? Her re- her rear thing, her her pa- uh, back porch. No, deck okay. is what I'm trying to say. The De- word De- deck okay. is sure. what I was aiming sure. for. And she comes out, and she goes, "Oh no, 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 no! Oh no, no!" Like that. <laughs> and I go, "Excuse me." And she goes, "You can't just have your dog poop and not pick it up. Don't you know the rules around here?" And I said. Oh, no, I'm fully aware of the rules. Uh, If you want to come take a closer look, though, this is... uh, uh, She did a liquid poopy, I says. (laughs) I said to the lady. Yeah, good. goes, I like that. She goes, what? And I said, she has diarrhea, I says. And she goes, oh, well, just make sure that next time... And I'm like, she just kind of kept going on, and I just started walking. Right, right. She
2: wanted to, like, well, but I... Came out here to yell at you, and you came up with a good response. But I still feel like
0: I need to yeah. say something. And you know what? I was perfectly prepared for her to just. Wa- I wanted her to come down there and check out the evidence. Come take a look. How would you yeah. get this I mean, off? You could say,
2: "Look, I've got bags for the solid
0: stuff. There's nothing I can do about <laughs> this unless you've got some police tape, in. right?" And oh, by the way, I'm still carrying bag number one, full uh-huh. of full of uh, droppings. Number one, because we hadn't sure. gotten to a station yet. So uh-huh. I'm already, I have proof that I do pick up, <laughs> and, then, and then over here I have a, a case where I can't do anything about it, and I've got her up yeah. there being as karen as possible, just uh-huh. overlording over anybody. I'm like, I get that there's some people that don't, and you know what? Go ahead and yell at them. But you got to check first. Make sure it's not, uh-huh. you know, I have a reason. She. Here, here's the thing. I
2: feel like i would do the same thing if i'm sitting in my front window or whatever and and doing something i happen to look out i see someone walk by and their dog poops on the lawn and they start walking away i probably would come out i wouldn't i don't know if i'd be like oh wait a minute I'd hold be like, on oh hey guys do you need a bag or something you know i probably would do that
0: <laughs> yeah even if she just said you need a bag if she just said that i said oh it's you know she's got the runs oh okay yeah. Yeah. And then we would have had a better human to human experience, you yeah, know exactly. Yeah. So when you come in swinging, assuming things, gosh dang it, It's like so this annoying. This one is uh, less frappuccino, more caramel macchiato. That's right. <laughs> I don't know what else to tell you, lady. You want to come out here and give it give it the freaking uh, I don't know. Check it for its pH balance. Like what do you want? How much do you want <laughs> out of me? So so what was her final? What was the
2: final? Uh Interaction. It like was just was-
0: okay. Well, yeah, brr, brr, and her talking to me, walking away. I didn't hear the, loud, oh, the end okay. of it. I just kept walking. But now I know which house is hers, and she has a whole bunch of fish windsocks. Hmm. So this is like, and I, when I say a whole bunch, Brian, What's the
2: whole bunch, give me. A, I, want a, I want a rough estimate. How many I should you have talking?
0: got a picture because it's pretty funny. Her entire deck, which is very big and wraps around the house, yeah. every six inches is a different colored windsock that is a fish shape and sure. color and like drawing sure. of a fish on it. And it's like just, it goes all the way around. There's probably, I don't know, there's probably a hundred fish fish windsocks. Seriously? Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah, none what of is, them are... What n- is she,
2: like a meteorologist? Like, who needs to know if she, uh... Is she going to be like Thor Heyerdahl
0: and uh, sail the con Tiki to the uh, new world? That's really a great What's question. What's
2: going on? I, I don't
0: know. I have no idea. There's not even wind. It was kind of breezy, and the wind's not even making these socks move. So I don't know what the point is. <laughs> it just made me realize like, I, I, oh. I
3: can't
2: wait for the correction emails that we're going to get about whatever Thor the whatever the name of Thor Heyerdahl's boat, if it was the – I, I thought it was the con Tiki. I'm sure I'm wrong on the,
0: that. The, the Cone – What? Contiki. Hey, Casma, uh, whoever in the maybe chat I, thinks maybe you're right. I did get it right. Is yeah, that right? Thor hired good.
2: all the the Contiki? Okay. All right. Yep. Thanks. Good. Yep.
0: There you go. Woo. Anyway, it was dumb. It was a dumb interaction. I regret all of yep. it. Uh, and I hope I poop there again. Or I hope my dog does. I don't care if I do. I don't want to. <laughs> Okay. Uh, we got a Battle Cat email from somebody who wants to call Brian out a little bit. This is uh, Mira right. Michi CD in the chat room. I don't know if he's there today. Mira Michi Might CD, be.
2: which I've re- I replaced Mira CD with streaming versions.
0: But yeah, you know they're just they take up so much room and they're pain to rip, and I get it. I feel you. Anyway, he says this: Dear Boystown and Saint John, they're communities in his area. He says, "Okay, all right." Did I hear Mister vileville? I'm going to do it the way it's written here. <laughs> Did I hear Mr. Coverville with a space? Yeah, with some battle cat slander at the beginning of Monday's TMS, I cannot stand for this. So I will sit and wave my fist, not very seriously at all, Chris. <laughs> <laughs> well, Chris, he did. He besmirched the good name of.
2: I of, did, uh, and you know, listen. Battle Cat was fine. It was Orko was the problem with that show. Orko was the snarf equivalent of that show.
0: Yeah, because uh, Battle Cat was rarely in Battle Cat, or was rarely in um cringer form for very cringer. long. Cringer. Yeah, he was he was cringer for a bit but then always very quickly was battlecat. Whereas yeah. Orco is Orco 100% of his name. <laughs> 24/7. Yeah. And he's terrible. Yeah. Orco's an uh, an abomination. Yeah. Did do you think uh
2: did did Prince Adam give Cringer the name Cringer or did did uh when he picked him up from the
0: uh, uh from the rescue? From the dumb yeah. Friendly,
2: his name was already Cringer
0: or uh, I think two Man owned him. Previously, so he probably was. That's why he was so nervous. Because Two Man uh, used to have him. Yeah, I don't know. They don't. They never. They never got into where Cringer uh, Cringer's origin story is still a mystery. Everybody. Yeah, it's unfortunate. Yeah. I
2: wonder who gave him that name because that's just mean.
0: Yeah, it is mean because he's a cringy little piece of shit. Until the sword yeah. somehow, the effect, right. the sword affects both He Man and Cringer at the same time, and he doesn't have to be sitting on Cringer mm-hmm. for the transformation to take place. Right. That doesn't so make sense. Why don't?
2: Why doesn't it affect other people around uh, He-Man? Yeah. If it affects the cat that's around He-Man or, or Prince Adam?
0: Sure, Prince of Eternia, Prince Adam. Prince Prince Adam. I'm yes. Prince Adam, Prince of Eternia, <laughs> and keeper of the secrets. Hey, real quick, someone in the chat says Orko was cool in the recent series. Really? Uh, well, I I
2: admit I haven't seen the recent series, I so either, I can't so
0: uh, I can't judge either. But. How do you make yeah. Orko cool? The Kevin Smith one, right? Yeah. But how do you make Orko yeah. cool? How does that happen? How does that work? It doesn't. I don't know. I don't know. It's literally not possible. All right. Let's move on to this one. Okay, hey, we talked right. about that con- that handsome Conrad guy
2: yesterday. Yes, rugged man.
0: Rugged con- Conrad, uh, former Utah, now Colorado, visiting dude, Mike in a book, uh, hyper climber guy, right? <laughs> yes. Well, in this email... Oh, I forgot to play this. Send and receive email. In this email from Tim... Uh, he says, "Hey, scramble and belay. These are climbing terms. Nice. Is that like belay? That order kind of a. Is that the use of uh, that?
2: similar? It's it's a. If I remember correctly, it's a a thing you put in the rock that you guide your. Oh, oh no good. no belay is to is to is to go back down the rock like you're belaying like you're um you're holding the rope in such a way that you're not just gonna go right down the side of the, <laughs> the rock face. You're holding the your 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 Rope is in a belay that keeps a steady descent, a steady, slow descent. I believe.
0: This is going to sound a little odd, but the way Brian went like that. Yeah. Yeah. That told me that you have wanted to make that sound. I know this isn't true, but it made it sound (laughs) like you've been holding that noise for about a month and are so stoked to finally make it. I don't know why.
2: Finally, I get to use that sound. I don't know Uh, why. There's
0: something about your your jubilant usage of. (laughs) Can't explain it. Anyway. Uh, Well, all right. So there's that. These are all climbing terms. Just listen to episode TMS 2338. And Brian talked about lifting for Conrad Anchor. Conrad Anchor is one of the most famous modern climbers in the sports or in the sport. And his story is immensely uh, interesting. There was a documentary on Disney Plus about him called Torn, which is not about Rip Torn. The actor.
2: (laughs) Or about Natalie and Bruglia?
0: No, none of that. Oh, my gosh. I haven't heard that song in so long. (laughs) Uh, Which is worth a watch if you're interested in all knowing more about his life. The basics of the story is that Conrad's Conrad's climbing buddy and best friend, Alex Lowe, died tragically in a climbing accident, leaving his wife and three sons behind. Conrad, being Alex's best friend, took it uh, upon himself to care for the family as they dealt with the loss. Uh, during that time, Alex's wife Jennifer finds comfort in there uh, in his companionship, and they get married. The story is about him having a deal with his best friend's death, uh, while living the responsi- or sorry, living with the responsibility of doing right by his friend and his family, and how to best honor Alex Lowe's legacy in the climbing world and his family. It is a very heartwarming story and definitely worth a watch. Fish sandwich and all that nonsense, Tim Exley, Eckley. <laughs> Well, that's cool. That's, there's more of that dude that I didn't know he had a documentary on Disney Plus. No kidding. Yeah. Well,
2: guess what? I'm just adding to my. Um, you should watch excuse that. Excuse me, my my watch list. Yeah, there yeah. Is after right he, there, after he climbed Geographic. your
0: uh, he climbed your Kia Soul, now he's climbing the hearts of of America. That's yeah, right. Buddy. See, here
2: we go, uh, showing you right now. There it is, right there. Oh, torn yeah. on okay. Disney Plus. I'm cl- clicking the Add to Watch List button right there. There is now a little check mark for added to watch list. Oh,
0: the ghost of Walt Disney himself approves. Nicely done. <laughs> anyway. To
2: all who come to this happy app, welcome.
0: <laughs> Except if you're a Jew. All right, moving on. <laughs> I have that right, right? He was he was kind of anti-Semitic? Wasn't that a thing? I, I
2: can't remember, because he might have been.
0: That's <laughs> something like that. I don't remember it either. It oh. always. I don't know why it cracked me up. There's nothing funny about it people being horrible to jews i <laughs> just something about walt disney being that way all right uh, is that true or anyway. i make that up
2: I might have well, that people up. are like uh cyborg dude says no nice accusation from
0: no uh, there was something white shrewd well okay I now we gotta find was, it
2: was it there was like an old donald duck cartoon where he no what was it it was something like um
0: was it okay was walt disney really an, an anti-semite according to the jewish press yeah. Uh, you, you read that and
2: your daughter has instructed me that it's time for me to clean my screen. So I'm going to just clean my screen while you explain. Is it. your screen
0: dirty? Oh, your iPad. Oh, my she's iPad. one to talk. Let me tell you this. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh. Carter's iPad Pro, which she uses to make amazing art and animation. Her huh? iPad Pro is about, you need an X-Acto knife to remove the inch oh. thick freaking residue on her thing. Oh,
2: Oh, is it? Yeah. Oh. Uh
0: uh-huh. huh. Uh-huh. Oh,
2: well, What do you mean? Well, <laughs> how about that,
0: <laughs> Carter? Mm. I I need to show her screen. It is so foul. <laughs> Somebody needs to like test it for diseases we don't have yet. You think COVID uh-huh. is bad?
2: <laughs> it's like a petri dish. It's a petri dish pro. It going
0: really on. is. Okay, here we go. Uh, Meryl Streep debates cement Dip. Okay, Okay, Streep took the opportunity to blast Disney as a racist and misogynist. Okay. um.
2: Oh, Streep said it. Overrated.
0: Uh, Overrated Let's see. Proof. Zero evidence Disney ever wrote or said anything anti-Semitic in public. Oh, it's more that they think he was a little racist. But again, that was 90% of people of his time. Uh, Let's see. Uh, Streep's on his plane. Okay. Well, okay. So apparently he's... Okay, there's a whole story here, and I'm not going to read the whole thing. But he was accused of it. By Meryl Streep. That's where I must have heard it.
2: <laughs> I you you probably heard it from the same place. I think I heard it, which was Family Guy, which is <laughs> oh, where a lot of people in the uh, chat room. What yeah. really did Family Guy do? Uh, maybe they Family maybe Guy I did, did see that. Thing,
0: yeah, and were they reacting to the to that?
2: It's like it's like uh, <laughs> 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 it's like going to a bar mitzvah with Walt Disney. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Uh, all right well <laughs> as usual we know nothing more than when we started so this is good great right. all right uh you guys guess what it's exciting because we do a lot of work in our newsroom uh, we got a lot mm-hmm. of people back Ooh, there yeah, pounding a lot away of people lots of people the best people and they've got this to say <laughs> it's time for the news and it's brought to you by
2: play retro Tonight, live or on podcast. Scott, tell me the rest.
0: Oh my gosh. So tonight we're, we're talking about the old uh, S- Sega uh, racers of arcades and early consoles. Uh, things like OutRun, one of the greatest arcade games ever made. Uh, yeah, I would also argue um, uh, the Daytona USA was a big deal. We talk about Daytona. We talk mainly about, turns out a lot of it was Yu Suzuki, the famous developer of those days at, uh, at Sega. Anyway... That's what we're talking about tonight. No, we're not going back as far as, like, uh, pole position or any of that. That's for a different time. We're focusing squarely on that. So if you like retro gaming and you think a podcast about that might be interesting, join me and Brian Dunaway today at 3.30 Mountain Time or on the podcast right effing after. Okay? All right.
2: Cool. Cool.
0: Brian, here's your here's your first headline.
2: <laughs> By the way, Codes from Home gave my... Uh my Peter Griffin uh, review as a hint of Dennis Miller. No, my my Dennis Miller was the earlier thing with the oh, what is she like? Uh, Thor <laughs> all trying to gauge the wind before sailing the Tiki to the New World.
0: I <laughs> could hear it though a little bit. Do Peter again a little bit. Do Peter. It's
2: my Peter Griffin.
0: <laughs> it's like it's it's like Dennis Miller doing Peter Griffin is what it's like. <laughs> all right, I'll take that. All right, that's a, that's I'll, fair, sure. What's he doing anyway? He got a podcast, probably Dennis uh, Miller. Probably, yeah. That's what all the comedians, the retired comedians, do. They have podcasts. That's
2: what they he do. Yeah, there's two podcasts. One where he uh, talks about the events of the day and compares them to things from the 1930s, and then a second podcast where he explains each reference that he
0: gave in his other in his oh, first. Oh, fantastic! Fantastic. Yeah. He kind of drives me crazy. Anyway, moving on. (laughs) 81-year-old woman nabbed at an airport with five kilos of heroin in her suitcase.
2: Nice. So is this the Denver airport? Because it sure feels like it. sure
0: does, with all the the drugs coming in and out of there lately. Yeah. Uh, Five kilos of heroin on this 81-year-old Danish woman. She was traveling from Africa to Canada, Canada, which uh, goes like this. Canada. And uh, was arrested at a Warsaw airport on suspicion of illegal possession of heroin worth over five hundred fifteen thousand dollars.
2: Wow, uh, five kilos is Jeez. worth half a
0: million dollars. Wow, I believe it. Of heroin, sure. That didn't seem. How much is that? That's kilos. That's um, that's enough to get all of the members of Fallout Boy high. I guess that is a lot, right? <laughs> kilos is such a because I'm not metric all the time kilos in the weight category weight category is my least amount of metric exposure yeah, i think i know right because kilograms versus uh
2: pounds and and, yeah. and that sort of thing and i
0: think yeah. in ounces and stuff so i think i hear kilo sounds small oh
2: it's a little kilo, a little kilo.
0: <laughs> and so when so i hear five that,
2: kilograms is
0: 11 pounds okay that's a lot of coke or heroin rather it is yeah that's a lot of overdoses right there uh yeah. let's see customs officers at frederick chopin airport uh yeah, the after the musician man guy. I believe it's
2: pronounced Choppin. Choppin'? <laughs> choppin'?
0: Uh decided to check the woman's luggage Saturday or Sunday after becoming suspicious of her itinerary and her uneasy behavior. Mm. Oh, that eighty one year old over there. Very uneasy. Oh, no.
2: <laughs> what is what is considered uneasy behavior for an 81 year old? Like, oh, she's she certainly looks worried <laughs> about life. Yeah, she looks
0: really <laughs> concerned about everything going on. Uh, it says packages of five kilograms, again, about 11 pounds of heroin were discovered under her false suitcase bottom. Wait a minute. Are they saying her bottom was like a false suitcase? Or did she have a suitcase? With she has
2: a false bottom. She was like a, one of those uh, yeah. derrieres that you can buy at Spirit Halloween mm. uh, that you can hide hide heroin in.
0: Hey, isn't it time? Spirit Halloween ought to be kicking into full gear right they
2: now. They are huh? already uh, a little lift thing yesterday. I drove somebody to a Barnes & Noble that mm. is in a shopping strip mall with two spirit halloween
0: oh my gosh
2: cuckoo bird taking over the it's like a cuckoo bird taking over the empty nest <laughs> they just wait for your uh they just wait for the circuit city to move the last little remnants of mavis beacon teaches typing out of aisle number five so they can swoop in with
0: their dirty minions costumes see Ch-chap. see now that's that's not peter griffin everybody
2: Right. <laughs> Claire, Claire seems to think so. She thinks so anyway, eh?
0: <laughs> uh, well, anyway, uh, she, was d- retained, d- retained. she was detained for three months and prosecutors have opened an investigation. So they're hanging on to her. Under Polish law, she faces up 15 years in prison for illegal possession of narcotics. Uh, Denmark officials confirmed that a Danish citizen was detained in Poland. The ministry is providing consular assistance. So they could throw her in the can. But see, this is why I use a really old lady. Because you think... Oh, they'll never stop a nice old grandma in her eighties.
2: Right, right.
0: And there she is with her false bottom and her coat, her, her hair on <laughs> the thing. I good.
2: asked the la- I asked that old lady over there for a hard candy. She didn't have one in her purse, so I think something's up. Put mm. her in detention.
0: Oh my gosh! I had. I to probably true <laughs> of you as well. Room. My grandma had an actual jar full of actual hard candy, like those. Yeah. Oh, every every things. grandma does. What was yeah. the deal there? Why did they do that? Because. I can
2: tell you, they just never wanted to be anywhere without hard candy. (laughs) Like my grandmother, both my both my grandmothers, and probably my step grandmother, um, also has hard candy at any given time. I need to ask her. I just next time I see her, I'm just gonna say, "Just out
0: of curiosity, got any hard candy?" Mm. (laughs) They call them the greatest generation for a reason, Brian. That's right. This that's that's absolutely. But they would all stick to <laughs> each other. You'd open up that jar. You'd have to shake it a bunch and bang it around so that one would oh, yeah. go loose. Like how that works in the South. In with-
2: humid, in humid climates, it's one piece of. It's like uh it's a, it's like a ship in a bottle. That thing you're never going to get it out because it's all one congealed mass of. Chat, candy.
0: chat says Great Depression. Yeah, prob- some of that. You Probably, know, always have yeah. stuff on hand. Always have a cheap source of, uh, of quick energy. I suppose. Mm -hmm. I don't know. She also did. You know, I guess. uh, Yeah.
2: I'm I'm a budding grandparent. Look, I've got a jar of hard candy right here. This is my my jar of atomic fireballs. Those are hard. uh, They're hard. These are hard. They're candy. They're individually wrapped. And in my car, I have them in the inside pocket of some of my jackets, my winter jackets. I have them. It's like, yeah, you know, if I need, if I just need need a mint or uh, just something to, to occupy myself, then I'll. Pull out a, an atomic fireball.
0: Maybe Kim's version of this is a giant uh, metal pot full of jambalaya, always available in the fridge. Maybe that's what this is.
2: <laughs> maybe, maybe that's that's how it manifests itself uh, itself first. Yeah. Gen X decided
0: yes. that we we're going to take this a different direction. So right, right. Okay.
2: now, she as she gets older, that. Uh Jambalaya will move out of the fridge into little individual Tupperware containers that will be kept in a purse uh, on the go to yeah. hand to uh,
0: yeah. to people who need them. Just little yeah. little to-go balls, you know, like a little, um, I don't know. <laughs> you know what you could do? You could squeak all the air out of this tiny Ziploc, then Ziploc yeah. it in. Now you got like four or five of those in your purse? Oh, yeah. A piece of cake. There you go. Yeah. Exactly. She's on her way. Uh, anyway, we hope this old lady understands what the hell she did and doesn't go to... I hope she do not Look... I don't know why I feel this way. She committed the crime. You got to do the time. Mm-hmm. But do they give any leniency for just like, she's 81. Can she can she do the Uncle Leo and go, I, I, I'm old. I thought I paid for it. You know, can she do that? Maybe she can uh, do that. I, if any lawyer worth his
2: salt is certainly working on a, I didn't know what I was doing defense. Yeah. Easily, yeah.
0: Yeah, that's what I would do. But those Polish men, they'll come after you. They'll get you. <laughs> All right. Here's a story about Chipotle. Yes. Uh, there, I've only ever been to a Chipotle once. Have I ever told you that? One time. No. And no. not because I don't want to go again. I just, just went the one time.
2: Is it's not uh, convenient to you? There yeah. No I mean, there's Chipotle more stuff. Scenario?
0: There's more stuff closer. Uh, if yeah. I was going for that kind of thing, we still right. don't have a Qdoba right. either. So.
2: Oh, really? There is a Qdoba less than a mile from my house. I can walk there in, in probably 10 minutes and have a... That's a burrito right. that's bigger than any person really should consume on their own.
0: That's true. That walk isn't going to burn that off, you know. No, no not no, that no, close. No. Not less than a mile. Well, anyway, Chipotle is in the news because they got a new scented candle, which mm. they say is a nod to customers who quote accidentally unquote fill water cups with lemonade.
2: Hmm. <laughs> well, mm. it's better than uh, mm. it's better than a vagina candle.
0: <laughs> yeah. Well. Yeah. I don't know. I have one of those. It's pretty good. It's all right. Uh, <laughs> okay. In case, thank you, Cleo, for that. We haven't seen Cleo in the chat. She was here for a bit in the chat and then gone. She again. was, yeah. I think she probably working? work is is, uh, yeah.
2: is taking a taking a, a
0: toll on her time or something. Yeah, time toll. You, we all have time to pay. toll. <laughs> uh, oh, tally, please. Selling the chat room with horrible oh, comment. Jeez, well, whew. Uh, anyway. <laughs> It's not that at all. That's the other thing. That vagina candle from uh, uh, Gwen or what's her name? (laughs) Gwyneth Paltrow. Yeah, I was going to call her, uh, I can't even think of her name in Iron Man now. What's wrong with me? Oh, Pepper Potts. Pepper Potts. Jays Louise. Pepper Potts. Uh, It just smells like some flower thing.
2: Yeah, it's a floral thing. I mean, it's obviously what she, never mind. She wishes.
0: (laughs) She she wishes. Eh, Never mind. (laughs) Never mind. I, I've decided to.
2: i have decided to just pull the ripcord on this one. I'm going to yeah, float to yeah. Earth safely Let's while float. you. Uh... Let's
0: float to safety together. I'm going with you. All right. Yeah. Uh, so here's here's the the deal. In case you were wondering, says this article from thekitchen.com. Although the kitchen mm-hmm. spelled without an e at the end, and it really bugs mm, me. Kitchen. kitchen. It's like they flutter. have an e in
2: the the. They could they could borrow the e from the and put it in the kitchen. That's it's true. not like they don't have access to an e.
0: That's true. Yeah. Uh, it says, in case you're wondering, Chipotle is well aware that every cup of water they give away is not actually being filled with water at the self-service drink fountain. It's often been a, a topic of conversation across the company's social media platforms. And now it's become the clever inspiration for a nude lemon, lemonade scented candle. Um, this is true of everywhere, though, that gives you a thing of water and, and self-serve. Yeah, yeah, it's not exactly. like it's Chipotle.
2: Not, it's not limited to Chipotle. It's. Uh... I've never done this, though. I haven't either. I would feel guilty about it. I would feel
0: that. bad. Yeah, that isn't my lemonade. Yeah. I didn't pay for it.
2: <laughs> to be honest, I never ask for water if there's a perfectly good Coke Zero or Diet Dr. Pepper fountain drink nearby. So.
0: That's true. I usually don't either. But if I do get yeah. water, I just get water. It's because I want water, you know? So right. I feel like if right. people are going to get lemonade, but they ask for water, that means they wanted lemonade and were too cheap to pay for it. That's exactly that what it means, yes. Yeah, lame. Lame. I don't yeah. like it.
2: There is no accidentally... Uh,
0: involved. No. So here's what... Oh, this is
2: <laughs> I thought the button that said uh, lemonade was what I was supposed to depress to get the water.
0: Isn't that Spanish for water? I'm in a Chipotle. A lemonade. Lemonade? Isn't that a
2: reference <laughs> to the Beyonce album? <laughs> uh,
0: it says here... Okay, so this is the joke of it. It's called the water cup candle. That's what it's called. But it smells okay. like lemonade. So that's pretty funny, I think.
2: That is really funny. Yes.
0: Uh, we'll be available beginning Thursday, August 18th. Uh, we're already there then. And uh, we'll have them there till supplies last. You just have to go to Chipotle, see if they have it. The tongue-in-cheek huh. homage to fans who accidentally, quote-unquote, accidentally fill their water cups with lemonade. Priced at 28 bucks. Whew.
2: That's a that's a hey! I'm going to buy this and hopefully sell it on eBay for twice as much. Yeah, when they sell out when they run out of these things.
0: That's horrendous. That's too no much. One's,
2: no one's buying this to say I'm going to take it home and light it and smell uh, lemonade for twenty eight bucks.
0: And definitely, they're not uh, definitely not going after the clientele who do the cheat. Because they're already too cheap, they're not going to pay twenty eight bucks for a candle. are <laughs> going right, to ask uh, unless
2: they want to, unless they want to have a permanent uh, commemoration of their cheating.
0: Yeah, that's true. Have yeah. a, a little homage sitting on your thing. Uh, in addition to the cost of shipping and handling being included in the price, fans can purchase the water cup candle, uh, who will also receive a promo code to redeem it for a free lemonade in stores. So they're really, really piling on here. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, Oh
2: when you take the when you factor in the free lemonade coupon, then it really takes the price down to twenty six bucks. Mm, mm.
0: That's better. Yeah, much much better. <laughs> well, uh, it says it's not the first to release a scented candle based on menu items, though. Uh, let's see. It joins the likes of Shake Shack's Burger and Fries candle and mm-hmm. Burger in the Park candles, uh, IKEA's Swedish meatball scented Hooverdroll candle. I don't know if that's right. I've seen the, I've seen four the, people to assemble it to. Yeah. I've seen the Northman. I played a lot of, uh, Assassin's Creed Valhalla, <laughs> but I don't know what that word uh-huh. is. Um, but, yeah.
2: I think you sp- it perfectly pronounced it perfectly. Uh,
0: McDonald's has an innovative six candle scent or set each inspired by a different Big Mac ingredient. So you're supposed to burn them all together and you smell an entire Big Mac. I kind of want that. Yeah. Just cause it's weird and I'll never light it. It
2: is kind of weird. And that, that's recent. Isn't that like within the last six months we talked did, about the Big Mac? Did we collection, talk about it? I don't collection? remember. Yeah. Did we go over that? I don't remember. Ah, sounds familiar.
0: Quiznos bankruptcy scented candle. Did they go bankrupt? <laughs> what happened to Quiznos? I don't think
2: that's. I, don't think that's, I mean, I, they did go bankrupt, but I don't think that's a real thing.
0: Oh, I don't like. Well, yeah, I'm sure that's not real, but I didn't know Quiznos went bankrupt. Yeah. They're gone? At that's least it? the
2: one, the one by us is
0: gone. So, yeah. Oh, no okay
2: it's already a it's already a a, a pub a uh a tap house
0: founded 1981 <sighs> yeah. um let's see denver Colorado's headquarters yep or was was are yeah. they done that makes me sad yeah I mean you don't, I like you don't them. have a,
2: you don't have a firehouse where they can make your your hot sub come on
0: and the Christmas is good to us. Remember that weird thing with those funky. <laughs> we like the moon. Yeah, <laughs> I love that. That ad campaign is the best. Oh, it was, it was the best. That was that
2: wasn't. Uh, who was that? That was um, because they also did a video for Elbows' um, uh, cover of Beyonce's single. Ladies, no, it was, uh, speaking of Beyonce, mm. it was Elbows' cover of. I depend on me. Because they had the little cats that like would would play instruments.
0: Oh. The cutout cats. Oh, right. I like the cutout cats. Some early... uh, It's back when the internet was mostly just harmless memes and not dicks. Right. Right. Uh, Okay, here it is. On December 1st, 2015, Quiznos opened a concept restaurant called Quiznos Grill. And this is after their bankruptcy in 2014. They did Chapter 11, which is to reorganize, right? To get better um oh they emerged from bankruptcy four months later on june 30th 2014 and reduced its debt by approximately 400 million dollars um okay so they were in 2016 the concept was abandoned and relaunched as Zep's epic sandwiches <laughs> some of quizno's <laughs> grill sandwiches remain on the menu let's see on june 11th 2018 quizno's announced it was acquired by california-based high bluff capital partners the chain will remain its headquarters in denver and that's what's going on now that's where we're at there
2: we go by the way uh joel veitch is the creator of the both the quiznos commercial and that uh uh elbow uh song with the kittens and i put a copy of that in the chat room or in the uh, discord if you want to watch it
0: i do uh let's play it now let's get us probably won't get us in trouble right
2: i don't think so not, it's not, just uh,
0: weird yeah oh, this is so weird all right here you go chat I'm going to pause YouTube just in case.
2: Just in case. Yeah, good
0: idea. Whoa. I think I just crashed OBS. Hold on. Oh, no. Damn it.
2: Oh, yeah. I'm uh, looking at the chat room.
0: Start streaming. All right. Hang on, chat. We're coming back.
2: They don't know. They can't hear you say that. Okay.
0: We're coming back, everybody. No, they don't know. I mean, they will. They probably now hear me yeah we're back alright sorry about that everybody uh, here's the uh, the screen and I'll play some of this here oh, let me turn on the audio oh gosh question oh it's so weird I forgot about this yeah so he did the commercials as well yeah Joel H. from uh, rather good this is great
2: Yes, I depend on me. These cats are great.
0: (laughs) All right, I'm convinced. You convinced me that that's the greatest thing ever made. (laughs) It's
2: like like watching Peaky Blinders, uh, the
0: cat version. Yeah, get those guns, Tommy. Yeah. Uh, Awesome. Well, there's your story about Chipotle and their dumb candle. Yeah, go buy one and let us know how it is. (laughs) Let's move on to some more food items. Sure. Plant-based food company has made a human meat burger. Human human meat burger, everybody. This is beyond beyond meat. Yeah, this is beyond the pale. Uh, Uh, It says here, we all want a healthier planet, healthier lifestyle. We should be consuming less meat. These days, there are plenty of meat-free products on the market. One uh, plant-based food company looks to take things further by developing a plant-based human meat burger. In a uh, bizarre twist, the Swedish company,
2: oomph, oomph,
0: that can't be real. Right. The company name? Why not? I don't know. Because it looks well, like...
2: sense. because there's more to it. It's not... Because
0: it, it looks like the name of... It's the sound that the skipper makes when he gets hit in the dub <laughs> with coconut. No, that's oop. Oop, little buddy. Yeah. Anyway, developed a product which they say tastes just like human flesh based on extensive research. The company's human meat uh, plant-based burger is made from soy, mushrooms, and wheat protein, as well as plant-based fats and a mix of different spices. Oh, my gosh, Claire, your link is too big. Uh, it was <laughs> developed around Halloween last year, where it was sold from Stockholm food truck as the scariest plant-based food ever. Uh, the short advertisement for the burger featured scary music, dark scenes, and a sinister voiceover with a disclaimer in the caption reading, no humans were harmed in the making of this burger. I still think oomph is a weird name for your company. Oh, it is. Yeah, I don't like it.
2: It's a... Uh Oomph.net, O U M P H.net. Yeah. Oomph is here to rock your taste buds with epic plant based food. Simple as that.
0: Hmm. Let's uh, see taste bud rocking plant based food. Bite first ass later Donner
2: fajitas, pulled oomph tacos, oomph kebab.
0: Okay, so this is all alternative meat product stuff. No, yep. this looks all right. Some of this looks really good.
2: <laughs> I mean, they can take a good picture, right? The fajita yeah. meat, the tacos.
0: Yeah. I think you're right. This is just a. Fo- this is good photography, is what this is.
2: It is, yeah. Uh, nowhere outside of uh, uh, Europe and uh, one little one little oomph down in uh, South Africa.
0: Nah, a little oomph will get you. It'll get you every time. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, they got they're making human meat, and I would test it on the show if someone sent us some. Sure. All sure. right. I don't know how you get it here or how it needs to be kept or any of that, but if you can. Oh God, I know it has to be. Yeah. If you can do it in a way that we're not poisoning ourselves,
2: plant-based or not, that thing probably still has to be refrigerated on its on its long journey from Europe to here.
0: Yeah, from Milan to Minsk. Get it here, man. Yeah. Um, the Book of Eli taught me human meat is not that healthy. Yeah, that that movie goes mm. deep into that. People uh-huh. get the shakes. Is that true though? If I eat if I eat some of Vibbit, would I get the shakes? Is that the deal? <laughs> You'd get the at least the last shakes I had, which were from Freddy's. Oh my lord. Ah. Yeah, I get it. I get what you did. Back. Final story. Um, a snake lover shakes snake. snakes. See, everything leads into it. These are great transitions. We went from parcel shakes to snakes. is what he is. Yeah, the parcel tongue lover uh, built robotic legs for a snake, and it's kind of insane. You need to see this video.
2: <laughs> so, already, there's no way it's as good as what I'm
0: imagining. Yeah. Oh, it is. It Look is as good this. as what you're imagining. So, he's basically <laughs> built 3D printed, me- mechanized, effing legs for this damn snake i'm gonna skip past all his talking
2: i know exactly
0: Jeez, louise he talks a lot that's that's a lot of talking there we go so basically it's this tube, <laughs> it's tube mean, legs. he's
2: turning he's really just turning a snake into a komodo dragon is what he's doing
0: kind of yeah and then he puts yeah. his big old boa in there who doesn't seem to want to go in at first he's like nope i'm getting out he wants to get out yeah okay there it is I mean, all it is is a, it's not like the snake's determining its trajectory.
2: No, no, he's driving the snake. You, you might as well put a snake on a Roomba.
0: Yeah, it's not nearly as cool as you think, but it's fun YouTube fodder. <laughs>
2: it, it's cool to watch. I mean, you know, once once somebody uh, attaches some electrodes to the uh, to the snake, or even just like makes it so that the head movements drive the legs.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, wouldn't wouldn't this be? It's at least possible. Yeah, but you'd have to really it's got to be more than this freaking this thing Yeah, this yeah. guy in his garage making this weirdness oh look he's got it yeah. on a leash and it is actually kind of oh, moving like a leash as he can oh take it off weird a that's weird, <laughs> <It's
3: so> weird. <laughs>
2: I bet that lady wouldn't come after you if you're walking your uh, weird robot pet snake and it poops in the grass
0: Yeah. Uh, no she would have had more words for me <laughs> oh my gosh that's great all right uh so those are your stories that means it's time for us to take a break when we come back we'll spend a little time with bill a guy who's making all kinds of stuff i don't think he's making snake legs but you know he'll make well, other things now
2: maybe he'll get some ideas maybe now's the
0: time here's the place yeah. so that'll be after this song brian brought brian play it for me please what do you
2: yeah um we're it's a it's all high hopes today on uh tms uh, both songs Referencing High Hopes. This one actually in the title. Uh, Philadelphia-based singer-songwriter Tim. Tim. Just, just Tim. Tim. Uh, is releasing his debut single. It is called High Hopes. It's produced by uh, Will Hoge and co-written with Dave Howes, um, who also, I uh, believe, appears on the song. Anyway, uh, it's uh, it sums up. His perspective on life through the lens of a Philadelphian. This whole thing is crumbling, but let's enjoy it together while we can. I can't tell if it's heaven or hell. It's probably a little bit of both, he says. Here is Tim and the song
0: High Hopes. All right. We'll be back in just a second. Stay tuned.
3: on a tight rope, a tight
0: tell you what's crazy it's crazy that so many of us enjoy the finer things in life and so many of us still settle for blah coffee every day well with trade coffee you can start every morning with something special so my wife's one of those people that drinks a lot of coffee but you know couldn't tell you exactly what makes a good cup taste good I i don't know maybe you've asked her she could tell you but probably not All I know is that when she drinks coffee from Trade Coffee, it's amazing. Not to get too deep, but every day is precious, right? Every day matters. We should all make the most of our days. They shouldn't start with mediocre grocery store, you know, end of the line coffee. You deserve to start your day with the best coffee you can make at home from Trade Coffee. So check this out. Uh, It's a subscription service. Like a lot of things these days, right? Makes sense. Very convenient. Easy to use. But it's unlike anything you've tried before because they partner with top independent roasters to freshly roast and send the best coffees in the country directly to your home on a preferred schedule. Your preferred schedule. And your trade experience can be as simple or sophisticated as you want it to be. You quickly send uh, or get select coffees curated from collections by roast by flavor by method of brewing, and more. There's more categories. Their team of experts do all the work. They taste test hundreds of coffees from across the U.S. every month. And they do all this to curate over 450 exceptional coffees that make the cut. So, if you want something curated just for you, take a minute and complete the trade coffee questionnaire, which is super easy, by the way. And they will expertly match you with your perfect coffee. And a fresh bag of beans will be on its way. So it's amazing. I can't believe the stuff they sent sent us, uh, Kim loved. And I'm not that big of a, like, I don't love coffee. But man, something good about the stuff they sent us. So it's really, really good. And taking the test was easy. Knowing it's from, you know, roasters that, that you know, depend on this kind of business is also cool. Ah, it's just great. So trade is the easiest way to get your best tasting coffee delivered fresh when you need it. You've got nothing to lose because trade guarantees you will love your first bag. If not, they'll work with you to replace it for free. So if you want to support small businesses and brew the best cup of coffee you've ever made at home, it's time to try trade coffee right now. Trade is offering our listeners a total of $30 off your first order, plus free shipping at drinktrade.com TMS. That's drinktrade.com TMS for $30 off your subscription to the best coffees in the world.
2: Uh, this is a video to for you to get ready with me for my get ready with me video. So to start, uh, before I make this get ready with me video, I, I need to cover my uh, penis. So, so I've selected these unicorn pants to cover my uh, shaft and also testicles. <laughs>
0: can't spell the morning stream without remonstrating this is the morning stream all right just real quick that's the dude uh he's he was in the suicide squad uh remake sequel thing oh uh uh-huh guy with the 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 spear what was the character's name the german guy with a spear
2: yeah yeah i can't remember
0: i can't remember either but i think his real name oh there i think that's right tally is a few little he is an amazing tiktok follow that guy really okay because yeah, he's li- javelin that was his name uh he's just he does like react <laughs> videos and like if he's funny as crap he's so funny huh. and this is my get ready video <laughs> shaft and <laughs> testicles <laughs> He was killing me. All right. Anyway, Brian, hey, remind me who that was. Yeah. That song. Yeah. Oh,
2: that song is uh, is called High Hopes, and it's by Tim. And it's a brand new single. Just do a search for Tim High Hopes and maybe even Dave Howes, H-A-U-S-E, if you're really having a hard time finding it. Yeah. Well, you know, it's tricky. Life's yeah. tricky. Yeah. Comes at you fast.
0: Right. All right.
2: Uh, if you don't stop to look around any, uh, every once in a while, you might miss you it.
0: You might miss it, says Ferris Bueller—that was that before or after Matthew Broderick killed somebody? <laughs> <laughs> Wait a minute. Do you remember that he killed? He ran over somebody or something. Didn't that happen? Hold on. Uh, that I don't remember, but
2: Broderick—it's certainly possible
0: murdered. <laughs> oh God! Oh,
2: 1987 car crash.
0: Was that it? I think that's it.
2: Yeah, it collided with a head-on with a Volvo. The driver Anna Gallagher and her mother were both killed instantly.
0: Yeah, but he made it.
2: Oh, wow. He was uh, vacationing with uh, Jennifer Grey, oh, his sister, yeah. who he had begun dating in semi-secrecy during the filming of Ferris Bueller's Day Off. Yeah. Oh,
0: geez. Yeah, it's dark, right? Dark business.
2: Oh, that is a dark business. Yeah. Jeez.
0: Uh Well, speaking of dark business, let's let's play this. Your bat Jeez. cave's open there, Bill. Hey, Bill's here. He's here, as he always is here on Tuesdays to talk about the world of makers and making things uh, from PunishProps.com, of course. Bill, welcome back. How are you? Bill. Bill. I don't hear Bill. Oh, we lost him. He's not, yeah, he's not in our uh, Discord anymore. Oh, he was there ever so briefly. We'll try that again. Hello, Bill. Is this you? Hello? Hello. Bill. Hello, Bill. Bill. I see Bill. him. I don't hear him.
4: No, no, I don't know oh. why I don't hear anything. Oh, now we hear Now we you hear you. you. Hear Do you hear us?
0: guessing he doesn't hear us i'll tell him that we hear him we definitely hear you do you hear me we hear you uh but you don't hear me
2: we don't hear you anymore if you
0: yeah do you hear us still talking he may not be yeah i wonder if he's even talking he's a maker he's got to make things now he's got to make his computer work
2: up a microphone real quick
0: yeah my guess is here's my guess windows changed the sound sources because he oh sure oh Green, I saw a green ring of no speakage. Oh, nope,
2: I see. Yeah, there's green ring.
0: Yeah. I think I can hear us on a stream. He's like checking to see if we can hear him or not. Yeah, I'm guessing Windows changed your input and outputs and stuff because it does it to me all the time on my Windows machine. Never does it on my my uh, Mac for whatever reason. I'm not trying to start a fight here. I'm just telling you how it works. I never have to do it. <laughs> but on the PC, for some reason, you reboot Windows 11. Could be an 11 thing. Yep. You reboot and it goes, yep. oh, you didn't. You didn't want it to be your monitor speakers? You didn't want us to change it to that? Well, how weird. Weird. Who doesn't want to use their monitor speakers instead of their freaking headphones? Hmm. I don't know, Windows. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Bill, do you hear us? Do you hear us, Bill? No, Bill? Yes, Bill? Shoot. Kind of, Bill? Okay, so uh, changing plans, everybody. We're getting Bobby in first because Bill's got issues with his uh, sound stuff. Got a little bit of the old uh, 3D printer all wound up in his uh, microphone. (laughs) Yes, he
2: dropped some uh, foam and some resin in there. Sure, uh, it happens. Dremeled. He
0: dremeled it, unfortunately, is the problem. And, And when you dremel things, well, dremel means trouble. Science. Okay, now it's time for some science. It's Bobby Frankenberger, who, up till just a few minutes ago, was slated, possibly anyway to be going on to his first flight lesson. Tell me about what yeah. happened. Oh, how come that didn't cool. happen? Because that was oh, supposed to be... He's going there now. Oh, no. nope, he's coming back. He's getting light. <laughs> he's putting a little light on the situation. So wait, yeah. Bobby, so you were supposed to go yesterday and start flying, and then today, because yesterday had bad weather, how come I got canceled yeah. today?
1: Same thing. It's, it's not that the weather was bad today. It's that the clouds have to be at a certain... Cloud level, like the ceiling of the cloud ceiling, has to be high enough for you to fly. And yeah. So, yeah. Weather is really unpredictable this time of year. Were so they going to let you get
0: behind, a, like the the throttle and all that, like actually fly, fly, or what? What do you get to? Yeah.
1: Do? So, so yeah, I'm starting those flying lessons. I actually went and um, did what's called a. This was about a week ago. I went and did what's called a discovery flight. Yeah. And uh, that's where you. It's where you—it's where you go, and they—it's basically they're just showing you what it's like to be in a plane, and, and you you get with you meet your flight instru- your potential flight instructor. They take you up in the plane that you would be training in, and then um, and then let you—you know—they'll take off and land, but they they let me fly around like do a couple of maneuvers out. It was a really short flight, like thirty minutes. Called a discovery and, um, flight. It's called Discovery Flight.
0: Now, if I heard Discovery Flight, that sounds like an airplane that you aim at the HBO headquarters and then crash it in (laughs) directly.
2: Oh, I was thinking it was going to be more a uh, Star Trek reference. Oh, yeah.
0: No, that'd even be better. But I'm I'm ripping it from the headlines, folks. I'm taking the latest uh, Discovery (laughs) Plus HBO Max uh, uh, dirt and pulling it into the sky because Bobby's telling us a cool story and I decided to derail it. Anyway, Bobby, uh, that's cool. (laughs) So the goal here is what? You're going to be flying, uh, you know, big old... Planes at some point, or what's your what's your plan? What's the long
1: term on this? No, I'm trying to get my private pilot's license. I've always wanted to fly, and and um, I'm blind in one eye, so I used to think that I couldn't. But I I was I found out a couple of years ago that you can you can fly even if you're blind in one eye. Um, you just have to jump through more hoops with the FAA. Do you and have So to- I've been fighting I've been fighting with that for a year or so, and I'm finally to the point where it makes sense for me to start taking flying lessons now. And, um... And that's the goal. Do you I have might to? Do you have, day... to fear,
0: do you have to? Or do you have to inform any potential passengers that you're, you know, one eye McGee up there, and they just need to know that getting in? <laughs>
1: you don't have to, but mm. just like when I'm driving, <laughs> I often yeah. love to. I love to tell people when I. I used to do that in high school when I. When I was would like drive someone home from school. Oh, I need a ride home from school. I would drive him about halfway. I'd be. I like, turn over and be like, Oh, have I ever told you that I'm blind in one oh, eye? Oh, Man, that's great. <laughs> that's a great way to, to.
0: You should do that with. Dates and stuff. That's amazing.
1: Yeah, yeah. but no, you do not have to tell anybody. (laughs) You don't have to disclose that as a pilot. It doesn't really hamper your. Especially, I was born blind in one eye, so I've lived my whole life that way, and it doesn't really affect me that much. Yeah, it's all all you know.
0: It's all you. It's what's. It's what you got. For all I know, it's better because now you got. I don't know. You've got more. I'll bet you have more situational awareness than I do
1: because you have to, right? Oh, sure. Except for on the one side. (laughs) Oh, yeah. (laughs) Does it increase your
2: your, uh, other senses by half? (laughs)
1: <laughs> yeah i can i can i'm blind in my right eye so i can smell and hear on the right side of my head whoa my right
2: more. nostril is
1: fantastic yeah, yeah. yeah. oh yeah that oh, thing's yeah.
0: huge look how big that right nostril is <laughs> and all hairy in there anyway uh well it's great uh to to hear but also sad that your lessons got canceled i'm sure things will clouds will clear uh,
1: it's expected it's uh it's it it really sucks more that it's Supposed to be my first lesson because I'm like really anxious and excited to do it, you know. Yeah. Um. But they get canceled. You just have to be prepared for that because, you, you know, it's not that you can't fly when the cloud ceiling is low. It's just that it's not great when you're learning how to fly, right? <laughs> because uh-huh. because you'd be you you'd be in the clouds. Um. But if you already have your license and and you're trying to go somewhere, you you just fly. You just go through the cloud. You f- go up. And you go feel, above the clouds.
0: Do you feel like yeah. a NASA mission that just keeps getting scrapped at the last second? You know, Because yes. of weather? Yeah. You know? <laughs> okay. Well, good. That's a good transition into our science topic, although I don't know what the topic is today, but uh, that's what Bobby do does. He, he comes on Tuesdays and we talk about science because he is the host, uh, one of the hosts of All Around Science, a fantastic podcast that is about, you guessed it, science. So today we're talking
1: about what? Uh, we're talking about the thylacine. Have you ever heard of the thylacine?
0: Uh, I saw the thigh. I saw in high school. Who boy? <laughs> oh, not not the thigh. I've seen. That's not, not the what you're thigh
1: saying. You've no. Seen. No. Oh. Um, Dang. But uh, the thylacine. It's an extinct marsupial. Looks kind of like a. Looks kind of like if a a like a a wild dog and a wolf had a baby and then stuck it into a tiger. <laughs> it's just like wow. This is crazy looking animal um but it's extinct it went extinct in australia it was in australia and um and tasmania it's often called the tasmanian tiger um is oh i have heard of that
0: that. okay i didn't realize
1: it went extinct because well i mean it was native to mainland australia and then it slowly died off and it was it was um it was only left in tasmania but then you know you know good old colonists came and colonized and they decided we want to grow we want to grow livestock here, and the thylacine was a problem because they would they would hunt and eat the livestock. So the government um, the government put a bounty on thylacine, and and in a couple of decades they were extinct. <laughs> wow! Um, because because people love money.
0: Oh, and yeah. Money's uh, a... <laughs> money, I wonder how many times money has been the chief operator behind the extinction of, of a species or subspecies.
1: I would say people. most of the time, yeah. at least <laughs> in modern t- days. Yeah. Um, you know, it, it's just just follow the money. Yeah. Um, I don't like that. But uh, but the reason I'm talking about it, and I wanted to talk about it, is that last week or earlier this month, I don't remember if it was exactly last week, I think it was, there's a company called Colossal that has announced that they're going to attempt to bring back the thylacine. They're going to de-extinct it, is Man. what they want to do.
0: Damn. So this is uh, uh, not the same as cloning, like a sheep or whatever. Mm. But are we in the same neighborhood? Cloning,
1: cloning is one way that you can de-extinct something. That's not one. That's not one of the ways that they. That's not the way that they're going to approach it. But you could clone some. That's one way you could do it. The problem with cloning is that if you're trying to bring back an extinct species to clone it, you have to have a completely intact cell mm. uh, with all the nuclear DNA to to clone it. Right. and as you might imagine, if when an, when an animal's been extinct for, you know, it, it, it went completely extinct. The last one in captivity, the last thylacine in captivity, died, I think, in 1936. So it's almost it's oh. been extinct for almost 100 years.
0: No, yeah, it's been a bit. So,
1: yeah, so we don't have any great samples of, of cells to, to use for cloning. But uh, what they want to do, it's kind of a neat thing. They this company Colossal has been trying to de-extinct. The woolly mammoth for a while now.
0: Oh, yeah. I did hear about this. Tom was talking about something on Wednesday. So they, but they haven't done that, right? There's no woolly mammoth I'm
1: aware of. (laughs) They're, (laughs) that you're aware of. Um, (laughs) They, uh, they've been working on it and they're going to use the same method that they've been using for that. So I'm going to explain what they've been doing with the woolly mammoth to tell you this is how they're going to do it with the thylacine. So what they've done is a woolly mammoth is obviously. Maybe not obviously, but you can you can easily understand that it's closely related to the modern day elephant. Sure, right? Yeah. Um, at least you know genetically and and evolutionarily, it's related to an elephant. Um, it was about uh, a million years ago or something is is when they had the common ancestor. Um, so what they can do because we have unearthed samples of woolly mammoth like underneath you know uh, like. Deep layers of ice and everything preserved. So, yeah, yeah. So not necessarily like entire organisms, but there's been tissue and and decent samples of preserved tissue that they're able to get uh, DNA from. Now this DNA does degrade over time, so it's not perfectly intact. It's not. They, we don't have a complete woolly mammoth genome. If we did, then we would do the. We could just clone it, like mm. we were just talking about, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, but we don't have a complete genome. Wait. We so have... since we
0: have the complete human genome, does that mean we're someone's making humans somewhere and not telling us?
1: It's possible. We were I not. <laughs> yeah. If I mean, we other would, than we the tell you, Scott. Other than the yeah. traditional,
0: you know, get it on, get it out way. You human, know what I mean?
1: Human cloning <laughs> is certainly uh, a hotly uh, debated ethical science topic. Most people agree that we shouldn't do it. Yeah. Um.
0: Ethically, it is weird. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Mm. Um, but not but for animals, not for woolly mammoths, animals, damn it's it! Free range, exactly. Screw those guys. <laughs> We're going to yeah. eat them anyway,
0: so may oh. as well make more.
2: <laughs> any uh, any woolly mammoths want to uh, dispute this? Uh, you know, yeah, protest exactly. Uh, nothing. Okay.
1: Nothing. Right. Oh, You're okay. Not here to complain? Sure. <laughs> um, so what we do? We have the incomplete woolly mammoth genome, and so what they can do is they can take what we have of the woolly mammoth. It's uh, from a bunch of different samples. Put as, put together as as complete. A woolly mammoth genome as we can, and then look at elephants, which are their closest modern-day relatives, and we can compare the genomes and look at where the differences exist. Because I mean, you of can like mix and same. match.
0: Can you go like, oh, we're missing sequences so we're fifteen with, uh, through twenty. Ele- just fill it in. DNA like or something
1: a, that's yeah. sort of, in a way, what they are trying to do is is you look at where where things are different. Like, oh, there's where. The you know the woolly part of the genome is, <laughs> and uh, and that's that's different than we're seeing on the elephant genome. So so you can then take once you've identified where all the differences are, um and and uh, and you you see what needs to change, then you take an elephant genome and you make the changes. Right. Mm, okay.
0: So you w- so basically you could end up with a really. Let's say you match it up pretty well. You end up with a very hairy elephant, right? Yeah, right. And what if the reason that the woolly mammoth died out was because uh, they smelled so freaking bad? <laughs> That the entirety sure. of the planet suffered, like everybody suffered sure. from yeah. the smell they, of.
2: They couldn't sneak up on any prey to eat it because yeah. they smelled so bad.
0: They were that bad. I think they're were, they're were
2: probably vegetarians. But and they, they, uh, yeah, they probably they, were. They, they well, the kill, kill off the just plants. Just fall dead. Right, Stink exactly. lines killing, killing everything. everything. Stink yeah. lines <laughs> killing
0: everything. I love that. So, but but I mean, I guess I'm not trying to like be like Jurassic Parky about this. But do you think is is it possible? There's there's like a reason that these things pooped out that wasn't just man or you know we didn't just kill them all and get all their coats or whatever maybe there was another maybe there was a natural they 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 evolved the way they did because of a reason and how do we how do we learn that we don't know yeah right
1: Mm -hmm. no we don't and a lot of people are arguing that i'm trying very hard not to say the the jurassic park quote that everybody wants me to say yeah um (laughs) but uh but should we actually do this um, that's a very good question. <laughs> that sounded that sounded a lot well, you, like the quote. Yeah, yeah, you good.
2: teetered on the edge there, Bobby. Yeah. That's it. That's, that's, that's I
1: like what that. I like to do. Yeah. Um,
0: <laughs> no, but you the, know, uh, you never asked yourself if you could say the quote. You didn't. You needed <laughs> right. to ask yourself if you should say the quote, right? Yeah, right. yeah.
1: exactly. That's exactly what's going on right We've now. We've gone meta,
0: um, <laughs> full meta here.
1: So, so one of the one of the arguments that this company makes for why we should do it is that they 're focusing on what are called keystone species which are which are species in an ecosystem which have sort of a disproportionately large impact on an e- ecosystem. Um, a good example of a keystone species would be like a beaver, because there aren't maybe a lot of them in an ecosystem, but through their you know dam building and, and the way they engineer water systems they they have a very large impact on an ecosystem mm-hmm. so removing beavers from an ecosystem would have a have big big consequences uh and so that that's what a keystone species is and the woolly mammoth apparently according to them was a keystone species and bringing them back they think could actually i don't know how this is very speculative i'm sure but (laughs) the they think it could help combat global warming Mm. um through because they will uh i help spread vegetation and because this is the part that sounds silly and I think is real speculation, but uh they're they're very big and heavy enough that it would break up the surface like permafrost <laughs> and um and help things grow again, I guess.
0: Really? Um, that's that's an actual uh
1: That's what they say, but this is a company that's trying to yeah, <laughs> sell this technology, right?
0: They have motives, um, sure.
1: So who knows? Hmm. The but what they do know is that They've been working on this for a while with the woolly mammoth, and they want to do it with the thylacine now, too. And so um, that, that may be, and it was a keystone species in Tasmania, and they think that to me seems like it could have a more positive, It has, it's more likely that it could have a positive impact on the ecosystems of Tasmania because it's not been that long since it's been gone. Mm-hmm. Um, and so Tasmania might still be undergoing the effects of the change in the ecosystem. Now, the argument against that is, well, whatever ecological niche that the thylacine filled is probably already filled by something else. So, bringing something back could cause something else to go extinct. <laughs> mm. um, and you, you just don't know. And 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 that's a risky proposition so okay let me ask you
0: this we're so good at this now we can do all this gene splicing and mixing and matching and whatever we got to do to bring back a woolly mammoth is it possible mm-hmm. we could make them hyper intelligent and mandatory all of them have to have ray romano's voice is this possible can we do this <laughs>
1: well that's what they're working uh, on right uh, now but th- uh, they're in negotiations with ray romano's agent
0: okay his the, people yeah. Yeah. yeah he's not doing a ton he's you know he still does stuff but he's not like super busy i think they can work it out yeah
2: right. uh, there's but, no no irishman sequel coming out that that we need him for so no uh, that's true oh he was good in that i liked him he that. was really good in that yeah
0: um real quick here uh what Was I going to say? I had to say. I was going to say a thing. Oh, it does seem like progress to say instead of making money by eliminating animals, somebody's trying to make money by bringing them back. That's
1: something. It does, but it yeah. also, to me, feels like really like you're getting really excited about something and and maybe not thinking it all the way through. I don't want to. I don't want to sure. say. I don't know how much you'd want to poo-poo it, it. Do you? Yeah. <laughs> Do You want to poo-poo? Their- I'm not in their like discussion board meetings or whatever you want to call them. Yeah. Uh, so I don't know how much they they have. They may very well have thought all this out. Yeah. Um. But uh, I don't know. It's it seems like very easily one of these things that in a hundred years we're going to be looking back and I mean that's this is like you can't not talk about Jurassic Park because (laughs) that's exactly what the argument was there, right? (laughs) No,
0: it's impossible to not to. Um, The only difference here is... A hapless lawyer won't be bitten off of a toilet by a, uh, a woolly <laughs> oh, mammoth. The
1: thylacine is a is a carnivore. Yeah.
0: And at, by the way, people at home, ask your doctor if thylacine is right for you.
1: Okay? <laughs> thylacine available over the counter.
0: I'm just spilling all my garbage in the, in the lobby here. I <laughs> appreciate um, you doing that. Yeah. Uh, excellent. So this is fascinating. I, I really actually am very interested in this, just from a yeah. curiosity standpoint. And I, I remember when the first sheep was cloned. What was the name of that thing? Dolly. Uh, Dolly. 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 I remember going that is some science fiction bullshit. We are way ahead yeah. on this. Mm-hmm. And then I feel like we haven't yeah. heard anything. Like it feels like it's just kind of gone quiet. I know it hasn't, but it feels like it's like not a big deal anymore. Kind of like the artificial heart. I remember being blown
1: away by that.
0: And mm-hmm. now it's just like, well, Meh, big deal.
1: One thing, one thing that is good that is regardless of whether they succeed at this and regardless of whether or not the scientific community decides that this is a good idea or not. One thing that is great about this is that research into this type of genetic modification and this genetic research, this ecological research, this will have uh, downstream effects. Um, for other areas of science, it's helping us understand. Some people say, like, this could help with pr- conservation of different animals because you could arguably, through what we learn of doing this... You could arguably take current modern species like modern elephants, which are near extinct. Um, some of them are anyway. Uh, maybe you could you could genetically modify them to have more genetic diversity, which will could allow them to better survive. Um, like, uh, like like, like global pandas. Global climate change.
0: Pandas you know? would be good because pandas are always like. Even when they're together and you're like making it all perfect, they're just like, yeah, I don't want to have sex. I'm good. I don't want to, I don't want to pr- propagate my species.
1: Genetically engineer a libido into them. Or something. Cause <laughs> there Because
0: sure. they just seem to like, well, when they're in captivity, they get really weird. Like they don't like captivity. But even out in the wild, they're having a hard time getting it on. So you end up with like two or three pandas left or whatever the crap we're with. Like I would like to see
1: pandas live on. Pandas are great. You yeah, know? sure.
0: They're cute. They're cuddly. Them,
1: though. Imagine that you were put in a zoo. You and, and Kim were put in a zoo. Would you, and everybody's watching you constantly, would you really <laughs> feel like...
0: What's different about now? Yeah. I mean, if, if Twitch had... If, if,
2: oh, no. Everybody's watching? Oh.
0: If Twitch is...
2: What are my visitor numbers?
0: What are my uh, site uh, uh, views? Yeah. If Twitch wasn't so hardcore about their rules who's to say wouldn't be doing it now? Well, anyway, uh, this is fascinating stuff. Sorry, Carter, you had to hear that. Um, uh, that's it. Bobby, you've got another show that's fantastic. It's all around science. When What are you guys covering this week and where can people get it?
1: Um, well, this is all the research I'm doing about this is for the feature I'm doing this upcoming week. So uh, we're recording later this week and I'm going to be going really deep into this whole thylacine thing and and what the company's doing and all the science behind it. And and we're going to talk a lot about the ethics of it, whether we should be doing it or not.
0: Yeah. Um, so. Once again, to not quite quote Jurassic Park, whether we should be doing it or not. <laughs> yeah.
2: yeah. That's <laughs> exactly. right. Well,
0: yeah. the nature of things uh, discovers a
2: way for these things to happen.
1: Yeah. Just reword yeah. it. <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah. <laughs> just use different
1: words. I like it a lot. Just pull out the thesaurus and, and that's right, see. Yes. Yeah. yeah. And, but and we did plot. just do an episode on also genetic stuff, which is uh, DNA origami, which was really fun to talk oh, about. Oh,
0: that's cool. I yeah, like that. So Make that it.
1: episode is already on the feed. You should listen to that. Uh, Mora talks all about, teaches me about something I'd never heard of before, which is folding DNA into different shapes. To make things out of DNA, it's it's mind blowing. That is really wild. Cool. Yeah, that's
0: cool. Yeah. Mine's all been out of shape. Bobby uh, Frankenberger, it's always good to talk to you. <laughs> and uh, he won't be here next Wednesday or Tuesday because there ain't no shows next week. Uh, Scott's out of town, and part and okay. Brian is for part of it as well. It's vacation week. Well, we way to go.
1: way to end our segment on a on an up. It's on an up, up <laughs> note, everybody. We'll see you later. Bye
0: now. is
2: right. uh, uh.
0: I mean, look, I can't not ever. Yeah go away people it has we have to have these times where we go away we've
2: gotta take a vacation we just
0: have to we have to it's my anniversary my wife wouldn't let me not do it so right i just
2: wish i could have timed my thing better darn it disney damn
0: you disney and your bullshit okay <laughs> let's see if uh let's see let's if, roll the dice on uh bill yeah we'll roll the <laughs> dice here we go this is a d20 uh hold on why isn't it coming up? Oh, because he's punished props, not Bill. Alright, so I'm adding him. We've already heard his theme. Let's see how this goes. Oh, it's a very exciting moment here. Bill, are you there? I am here. Can oh, you hear me? Totally yes! can hear you now. Yay! Yes, sir, we can. Uh what uh, everything all right? Y'all good now? The problem was solved
4: with an incredibly cheap pair of earbuds.
0: Ah, oh. some kind of uh headphone deal.
4: Yes. My my $350 Sony wireless headphones were not pulling their weight. I don't know what the deal was.
0: Oh, weird. But, all right. Well, back to basics. You need to
2: buy more expensive ones to <laughs> I have do. Them that, would, no. that would fix it. I mean, that would solve everything.
0: <laughs> uh, all right. Well, hey, it's uh, the maker himself. He's uh, We'd like to think of him as our maker, but really he's his own man. Does all kinds of rad stuff over at PunishProps.com. He's really. everybody's maker. And uh, he's America's maker, really. And he's here today to talk about whatever the hell he's been making. Hey, Hey, Bill, what are you making?
4: Uh, we made it. We have a new video out. We made a really cool thing. I am. I just wanted to point out. I'm speaking to you from the extreme west coast. I am on a balcony overlooking the Pacific Ocean, and there is a bald eagle perched on a tree near me.
0: Geez! Oh wow! What the frick? Yeah. Wait, I guess so, speaking of vacation, can we get some patriotic music
2: in the background. Then? That's right. Yeah. I just
4: wanted to point that out before I uh, told you what we made fancy because
0: <laughs> yeah. pretty awesome. Yeah. Very nice. Well, I'm glad. I'm uh, glad you get a little time away. That sounds like fun.
4: Oh, it's great! Yeah, and, and uh, so, yet
0: here you are with us. I'm fan- this is fantastic. We feel blessed to have you here. Anyway, sorry. Tell us about your new <laughs> okay. video.
4: So um, we had uh, our friend in the video. Our friend Paige. She used to work for us, um, and since then, she's gone on to start her own thing, doing leather craft, leather working, uh, hats and pouches and uh, corsets, all made out of leather. She has a YouTube channel. Uh, And she does tutorials and she gives out patterns and she has an Etsy store where where she sells leather crafting products. So we figured we'd have her in the shop and we could both make the same exact project, except she made hers out of leather and I made mine out of foam. Mm. So she designed this pouch uh, and uh, she showed how to make the the pouch out of uh, leather and I did it out of foam because the two materials actually compare pretty well actually work very similarly yeah
0: it's interesting did you have like a battle royale or one of you won at the end like which is better by the end, I'm guessing the or, leather, or have
2: somebody, or even have somebody look at them without touching them and try and determine which one. It's like the is it cake, is it leather, <laughs> is it foam?
4: <laughs> Actually, an great is it idea.
0: foam series sounds
4: pretty awesome. Oh, nice! Oh, that's Actually, a great yeah, idea, that'd be Brian. Cool. You should
0: Although, get uh, residuals if this heck takes off.
4: There
0: you go. Yeah.
4: Actually, what we should do is I should make a cake out of foam. And then when someone tries to cut into it, they'll be surprised that it's not cake.
0: Oh, it's, it's not cake after all. Who would have known? <laughs> That's awesome. Love uh, that idea. Uh,
4: so uh, the video was, was really fun. We had, a, we, obviously, we're, we're pals of Paige. Uh, she used to work for us, and we had a lot of fun filming it. Um, but I really enjoyed being able to compare the two and contrast them. Uh, the, uh, the foam is actually, since it's dramatically cheaper than leather... People will use EVA foam to do a mock-up of their leather thing before committing to cutting up uh, a hide of leather, which is, can be quite expensive. Mm. Uh, the other cool thing is that many of the same tools transfer over. So like cutting tools or marking tools or punching, like um, punching holes in leather. All those tools can be used for both of them. Uh, which is quite handy. So if you set up to make foam, you're you're like one step away from making stuff out of leather. Thirty
2: thirty percent of the way to leather. Uh, yeah.
0: yeah, you're just yeah. one yeah. expensive credit card bill away from a big hunt <laughs> <of> leather.
2: <laughs>
0: yeah.
4: So uh, Paige showed her how to do hers. Uh, mostly, it's cutting the leather out, and then uh, with leather, you want to do all your coloring before it's all stitched up. So she did um, like leather dyeing and coloring ahead of time, and then she stitched hers together. Uh, whereas mine, I cut it all apart, but I did the assembly first and I did it with glue, which was a lot faster. <laughs> I'll bet. Uh, and then I did my painting afterwards. Um, so with foam, in that case, it, it actually makes sense to do the color at the well, end. In,
0: in the case of the leather, what is... Now that I'm thinking about it, I don't even know how you color leather. Is it the same process? Are you just using paints or are you using I don't know, leather treatment? You can treatment?
2: it in a pigment or something. Hmm. Sure. You can...
4: Um, so... I've used... Uh, I actually use leather working paints on foam because they work really well. Um, and those are just acrylic paints that dry and stay relatively flexible, which is important for... If you want to color a pair of boots, you need them to stay flexible. Yeah. Uh, but there are also specific dyes for dyeing leather. So what Pagework used on hers for this one were, were leather working dyes.
0: Oh my gosh. I just uh, watched mine, you I used... just use...
4: I just those acrylic paints.
0: I just watched you use a tiny... Uh, anvil, and I want one now. Mm-hmm. Look at that little guy.
4: Oh, oh, yeah. oh, the really little. So that's pages as well, and I also really want a tiny anvil. I think they're like twelve dollars at Harbor Freight. Like I can go get one right now. Really? Okay.
0: <laughs> look at these yeah. two. I couldn't tell the. I mean, they're slightly different uh, colors at the end. You know, different. Mm-hmm. Um, what's the word I'm looking for? Actually, if you hold them in the uh, red back saturation. The, yeah, saturation, I guess. Mm-hmm. But other than that, I had I'd have a hard time telling the difference. They look. They look almost identical, which I guess is the yeah, point.
4: Yeah, I'm really stoked with how, especially how mine turned out, because I was trying to copy hers. And yeah, they, they turned out
0: great. Yeah, that would look real good on a cosplay. You're like, um, I don't know, you're the Witcher and you got a big old bag of shit on the side mm-hmm. of you or whatever you know
4: and it's useful if you keep your phone in there you can keep your your gwent deck in there
0: yeah your weed <laughs> all keep sorts your, of
4: stuff keep your weed yeah, uh, your hobbit yeah your hobbit uh pu- um what do they call it oh,
0: your leaf uh, fun leaf or whatever what do they call it bottom
4: leaf <laughs> yeah
0: <laughs> happy fun time leaf something like that oh, that's yeah. really cool. That's so cool uh up and available now uh, uh on i assume both your channels you probably cross posted mm-hmm. this right uh, Punish Props uh, Academy. Yeah, I'm looking
2: at it, punishprops.com. Yep. Always a good place go. to go for that sort yep. of thing.
0: Make sure you do. And uh, give me her, is it Redbird Makes? No. What's Yeah,
4: Redbird Makes is her uh, channel.
0: Yeah. Uh,
4: and I'm going to recommend a video of hers.
0: Oh, very nice. Look at this little secondary video of hers. Tell us what you got there.
4: Um, so she made this acorn bag. It's really oh, like if you have a that. D&D character, like a druid. Yeah. How cool would it be to have this very naturey-looking acorn bag? I would love uh, that. So she has bag. a full tutorial and pattern on how to make the whole thing. Wow, that's uh, you awesome. That out over at Redbird Makes on YouTube.
0: Nice. Uh, I thought of you yesterday. And let me tell you how. I watched. <laughs> I watched the premiere episode of House of the Dragon. Okay, this mm-hmm. the prequel to Game of Thrones. By the way, very strong start. Really enjoyed it. It's awesome. Okay, who knows how they'll stick their landing, but...
2: Right, yeah, sure. The, the <laughs> how they'll episode, stick their king's landing. Yeah. It's
0: very, very good. Anyway, really enjoyed it. But the reason I thought of you is I was like, all right, I'm going to just kind of check this show out for any things that pop out mm. to me and go, ooh, cool prop to make, or ooh, that'll mm-hmm. be a nice replica or whatever. Sure. Um, I thought, well, I know they made some changes to the throne, the actual Iron Throne. And so I thought, oh, I wonder what this would look like and if it's something Bill could do. The Iron Throne is now... The Iron Throne, but then surrounded for like uh, four yards on each side, more swords sticking up out of everything. Multi-sword walkway. Yeah. Yeah. So you're not going to be making that throne is is what I'm saying. I don't think you're going to do it. It's a lot of work, man, unless you want to make I a I will
4: preemptively one. decide not to do that. But. Yeah, it seems
0: like <laughs> yeah. too much work. So anyway, we'll see what episode two brings. But uh, <laughs> They
2: look like failed 3D
0: prints when somebody's trying to make the Iron Throne.
2: <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah. Uh, Exactly. Um, well, Bill, have fun there at the Oceanside uh, Paradise that you're at. No kidding. Yeah, I awesome. will, yeah. We're jealous. My and, nephew um,
4: Simon here just showed up to say hi.
0: <laughs> oh, well, there you go. Uh, have fun, be safe, and may all your foam look like leather. Bye now. There goes there goes Bill. Uh, Brian, there goes the show. That's the show. That's it? There it goes? Yeah. That's uh, as weird as it feels, because usually Bill means Bobby's coming up, but we already did Bobby, so it feels weird to me, but we're at the end. Okay? That's the deal. We're at the end. And that means, here's the deal. We got two more episode, mainstream, mainline episodes this week. Mm-hmm. And then we got a, we do have a couch party on thir- or Friday. No, wait, I... you're gone. No. No, I'm here. I'm here. It's Why do I Friday, keep I'm moving gone. you up? I keep moving you up. Do you have I a calendar, Scott? I do, and it's right here. Oh. And I've got it. I, have, I actually literally have it written when you're gone, but my head will not accept it. Anyway, so we're doing a catch party. Uh, we got film sacks galore. In fact, we're not even missing film sacks because we've done a little pre-prep on those. Yeah. so uh how tms is going to go next week i'm still working on a couple of things but i'm hoping to have just a couple little ancillary things up on the feed oh, like, that just show like,
2: up uh, like a little tms video from your your location from, it's from stuff from like that you know yeah. it's
0: just so people know what's up uh, get a little content whatever i don't like leaving as everyone knows for sure. extended periods of time but this is happening okay it's my 30th year anniversary guys Brian has one of those this year as well. or already had one. I
2: did. Already did. You know, you and I both already have them.
0: Well, mine. No, mine's on mine's uh, August. So yours
2: was June or July. Oh, it's August. Okay. It's
0: August twenty. 20- Oh, shit.
2: Wow, I thought I, I thought you got married before me too. So you're just born before me, but you got married after me.
0: Yeah, well, that was the goal. Same
2: years, both yeah. both things in the same years. When I was
0: born, I did two things: I pooped, I screamed and cried, and then I said, "I will beat Brian to the punch on the birth, <laughs> but he will be before me on the wedding." I'll say. Uh, there said, you go. Perfect. Yeah, back in 1969. Anyway that's the deal. So get used to it. All right. Frogpants.com slash TMS is our website that will lead you directly to patreon.com slash TMS. That is the place to go. If you would like to support your favorite morning show and help us continue to thrive and survive again, patreon.com slash TMS. If you want to send us emails, the morning stream at gmail.com. That's the morning stream at gmail.com. All right, Brian, I need music. Can you play some music? Well, Dan Anderson wrote in, Dan Anderson
2: Anderson. wrote in and he said, uh, for my wife, Laurel's birthday, it's an ongoing joke between the two of us. And I missed last year. Uh, could you play a cover of the Pina Colada song, uh, the escape, the Pina Colada song, Mm. by the way, tweeted out a joke today saying that, uh, it's funny that escape the Pina Colada song is both the name of the song and what you want to to do when you start to hear the Pina Colada song.
0: (laughs) Yep. Don't do it on that. Where's that part of Vegas on the Strip where you come right up next to his uh, the ah the restaurant that plays that on repeat? No, what? it's not. That. Never mind. No. I'm oh, thinking you're, of, thinking uh, thinking you're thinking of Jimmy Margarita Buffett. You're thinking Margarita. Never mind. Yeah. Same problem though. I can't stand
2: another Bieber. another song that can just go away. <laughs>
0: yes, yes. Yes. Sorry,
2: you. parrot heads. I yeah. wonder what the what the Venn diagram of uh, tadpole and parrot heads are. I bet it's very slim. Anyway. Yeah. Uh, any style is cool, but she's also a fan of Scott Bradley's postmodern jukebox. If they, in case they do a version,
0: cheers, guys. Dan. P.S. Is it too early to get a fish sandwich? Nope, never too early. I have to just find it. Where is it? I can definitely nope. see why you like it. No, no, no. Stop. Okay. Hey, too early to get a fish
2: sandwich. Or hey, uh, is it uh, too early to get a fish sandwich?
0: <laughs> oh, it's a good one. <laughs> so good. Anyway, excellent. Yeah. Excellent.
2: Uh, all right. So, uh, you know. It's a dumb song. Let's just face it. The Pina Colada song is a dumb song. It's about you're supposed to root for a guy who's planning on cheating on his wife through uh through a newspaper ad. By the way, kids, look up a newspaper ad, a classifieds, and mm-hmm. you know, before before Craigslist. And then while you're at it, look up Craigslist. <laughs> Um, this is a, it's a dumb song. However, I think I might've found my favorite version of the song in a search this morning. I have a couple Eaton Mirsky, which I've played his version on the, on the show before does a really cool bar blues version. Uh, great version of the song, but this one has kind of a, um, a uh electronic sound to it. It's got great female vocals and she doesn't change the doesn't change any of the lyrics, keeps it as a as a she and her and and I like, I, I applaud her um, you know, not trying to mainstream it to be cis or anything. Be courteous. Um,
0: and Sorry, that that was exactly. a misclick for me. I apologize. <laughs> anyway, uh,
2: Lauren Gold is the artist here. Uh, this is a cover of uh, "Escape the Pina Colada," sung by Rupert Holmes, performed here by Lauren Gold. Hey.
3: Think about my lady.
0: This show is part of the Frog Pants Network. Frog Pants Network. Get more shows like this at frogpants.com.
1: How about a little smile?
0: Yeah, how about a little smile?
1: Planning for your next trip?
2: Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus.